This is Young Jeffrey at the Young Jeffrey Show. Today I have a very powerful, powerful, powerful episode of the Young Jeffrey Show. Today we're going to talk about the five love languages. This is the Relationship Chronicles, Volume 4. Um, the five love languages have been studied throughout time, throughout centuries. People have prominent love languages. Some people don't even know their prominent love language until they actually sit back and evaluate the different phases of what goes into these different layers of each love language. So today we're going to briefly go over each love language. Today I'm going to express what they are, some ways you can get stronger at each one, some ways to identify which one is your actual love language because some people are in relationships with people and they don't speak the same language. And when I say language, I don't mean they both speak English. I don't mean that they both speak Spanish. I don't mean they both speak Portuguese. I mean that they both speak different love languages all right we're gonna get into the first love language the first love language is words of affirmation now when i go to the bible in proverbs eighteen twenty one, it says that the tongue has the power of life and death sometimes the things that you say are more powerful than what you think than, than you think because if you think about it the things that people hear the, the information that people retain you don't have control over that. Only thing you have control over is what you do and what you say, and that's in life. So the things that you say hold a lot of weight, and it can help build or diminish your credibility as a person, as a human being, and especially, especially as a spouse and an intimate partner to someone. Somebody coming into the home, some people out in public, you know, you on your job, whatever. Your love language say, oh, you look nice today. Oh, you, you're pleasant. Oh, you speak with such great vernacular. Oh, your hair looks nice. Oh, did you do something to your nails? You see your spouse, your love language, expressing those words of affirmation. Oh, you know, you look great. You're losing, you're losing weight. Your skin is looking so much, so much better than what it did before. You're amazing. You know, you're glowing right now. You know, your figure, everything, you just does something to me. Thank you, you know, thank you so much for taking the time to take care of yourself. Is there anything I can do to help you to enhance? Even further, because I like what I'm seeing. You know, you do something new to your nails. You know, there's a lot of different things that goes into those words of affirmation. A lot of people think it's just basically about, you know, how you look physically. It can be about what you're doing in your life. Oh, I see you working hard. Keep doing your thing. I see you. You know, those words of affirmation. Because the one thing about people is that we love to feel recognized. We love to feel like what we're doing is being noticed. We love, you know, to feel like what we're doing for ourselves is something that's valuable to other people outside of us. So those words of affirmation can be a way, you know, to confirm what I feel like I may know about myself. Words of affirmation are powerful. There's a lot of power in the things that you say, you know, to affirm people's beliefs that they may or may not already have in place. So if you don't have those, if you don't have that strong um, words of affirmation, love language, in your back pocket, you know, I strongly advise you to, you know, try to slowly develop it, try to integrate it into your relationship, things that you notice, things you pick up on, things that you could compliment, things that you could give kudos to, recognition to, you know, just to become stronger in this area. I strongly advise you to do so. Words of affirmation, you know, you look incredible in that dress. You know, I always like the way you're on time when you pick me up from work. I always love you know, how you wash the dishes up promptly and just don't leave them in the sink. I love how you take the trash out and I don't even have to ask you, you know, things about words of affirmation, words of affirmation. All right. 
Next, we have quality time. I was talking to a young couple, and uh, they stated that the reason why they felt like they were on the outs, feel like they were diminishing as a couple, was because they didn't spend enough time together. They couldn't feel each other's energy. They couldn't bounce ideas off each other. They couldn't get into the nuances of what made their relationship powerful and strong because they didn't have that intimacy. You know, they didn't have that spark. They didn't have the energy. They didn't have the connection, that chemistry to make them powerful. They didn't spend time each with each other. They didn't speak with each other, talk to each other, become close, become, you know, a reflection of each other. A lot of people feel like finances are the number one driving force in a relationship because it's one of the primary reasons that people split. It's not the case. A lot of people, a lot of people have a lot of money, but they don't have a whole lot of time to spend with each other. You know, and they and they have a ridge, you know, drawn in between them because of that. You know, time is a precious commodity. Time is a precious commodity. We have so many demands on our time between work, between raising a family, between helping each other out, between serving in the community, between all these different things that we have going on that we can lose sight on the quality time that we spend with our spouse. The quality conversations that's not being had, the energy that's not being bounced off of each other on different frequencies and wavelengths. All right. So a lot of people simply just want to be with you, simply want to spend time with you, simply want to feel your vibe and your energy. And that quality time is a great way to prominently get that and affirm that. And next love language we have is receiving gifts now. A lot of people look at gift giving or gift receiving as the act to show the love that we may or may not have for each other. Valentine's Day, he didn't get me nothing. My birthday passed and he didn't get me what I thought he was going to get me. He must not love me because he didn't break his back or bend over backwards to get that for me. People look at receiving gifts. People look at gift giving, gift receiving. All right. As something of or a symbol of you're thinking of me. This is how you feel about me. This is the gift that you got me. All right. Some people's love language is what I can receive from you tangibly, not intangibly. You know, if you get me a bracelet, you get me a watch. All right. You get me a handbag. You get me anything showing as a symbol of love, that can be my love language. So you speak in my language if you're doing those things for me. A lot of people may look at that as, well, you know, this person is being conceited. This person is being materialistic. This person is being self-centered. This person is being selfish and worrying about them. They're not worrying about me. But their love language may be what you do for me. All right. And so you have to be weary of who you're dealing with. You might be a quality time love language person. You may be an act of service type of person. You may be someone who ha- uses words of affirmation. You know, somebody that's very simple, but is always affirming how you feel about them verbally. You know, but if you're not giving them gifts, you're not speaking their language. All right. You're not speaking their language. And the thing about it is people get in relationships and they don't speak the same language and they wonder why they're not compatible. Because your guys are looking at the relationship through a different lens. Next, we have the acts of service. We have acts of service. 
thing about acts of service is it's best to be proactive. Things about active service is that it's best to be proactive. All right. It's best to be proactive. It's best to be in a space where you're doing things without being asked. You know why? Because it shows that you were thinking about it without having to be reminded of what you should be doing. I'm going to vacuum the floor. I'm going to put gas in her car. I'm going I'm to you know, wash her car out. I'm going to take out the trash. I'm going to make sure I go ahead and pay that bill online while I'm thinking about it. I'm going to make sure I do this. I'm going to make sure I do that. I don't have to be asked because I know what's expected. I know what the standard is. I know what needs to be done. I'm going to do it without being asked because I know that me serving in this way is going to be beneficial and it's going to be noticed later on. And it's going to be appreciated later on. See, a lot of people, they have to be reminded constantly to do this, do that, do that. It really is that you doing it because you want to or you're doing it because you're being told. See, acts of service comes best when it's proactive. When you think about it yourself, you get it done yourself. And later on, it's noticed by your spouse. Like, hey, you know what? Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing that. Because you left the trail of nothing but appreciation for the great acts of service that you presented. Planning, time, effort, energy. These are the things that go into a relationship, that go into acts of service, that makes it possible for the appreciation to rain on you later on. Lastly, we have physical touch. Sometimes you see couples walking through the mall holding hands. Sometimes you see couples out in public can't stay off of each other. Kisses on the cheek, kisses on the forehead, caressing, embrace. When I walk into the house from work, I greet my wife, a kiss, an embrace, a hug, all that comes with it. And if it doesn't, then I know there's an energy shift. And it never happens. Like, what's going on? What's, what's, what's going on? I just It's just a natural progression in the way that we see each other, the way that we want to embrace each other. We haven't seen each other all day. I, I'm so happy to see you. This is how we're going to show it. Physical touch. A lot of people think physical touch is just the sex, the intimacy in the bedroom. That's not the case. Physical touch is the way that I want to show my affection physically in this relationship. All right? Me holding your hand, yeah, you with me. Yes, this is this is a symbol of our togetherness, of our connectivity on a very simple level, but on a very grand level because it means so much. It means so much to me mentally that you're holding my hand in public, that you're giving me that security, that you're giving me that that love, that embrace, that symbol of love and affection on a public level, on a very simple but public level that people can see. All right? That's some people's love language. See, physical touch is a way that you can very simple but very loudly communicate that bodily physical connectivity all right once you discover that physical touch is the primary love language of your spouse you know then you're not limited only to your imagination on ways to express that love all right see thing about love languages is that some people speak different languages than the people that they want to get involved with or that they're already involved with the best way is to discover your love language or your combination of love languages how you best respond to those love languages and try to actively get better at each love language and to and enhance the ones that you're already great at and the ones that you identify with the most you know what are some ways what are some ways that i can you know affirm my spouse more what are some ways that i can show more you know 
physical touch, if I've if I identified that that's valuable to her, she's expressed to me that it's valuable to her, what are some ways that I can be more proactive around each other? What are some ways that I can plan, show more effort, give her more of my time? What are some ways, you know, what are some ways that I can, you know, be more of a gift giver, be more creative in a gift giver, as opposed to just giving something random, giving something that's not going to mean anything after I buy it. What are some ways I can spend more time with my spouse? What are some ways that I can show her that she's important, that she's valuable, that she's strong, that she's loved, that she's appreciated? All right. Love languages. Study the five love languages. Discover which ones you identify with the most. Show your thoughts. Bounce ideas off each other. Have have the conversation. Have the conversation, and then once for all and for all, I want you to practice. I want you to put these acts into action. Put these acts into action. All right. Practice. Five love languages.